Hello, Mama. Today we are continuing on with talking about our kids and all things kid related. Today we're talking about anxiety, depression, overwhelm. We talk about it a lot, but when I talk about it, it's in reference to you as mom. But unfortunately, and it is completely unfortunate, a lot of kids now are having to deal with anxiety and depression and overwhelm. I don't remember this being a thing for kids when I was young, but it is so prominent now in the younger generations and some of your kids might actually be dealing with it and it could be causing a lot of the problems that you might be experiencing in your family. So we're going to talk today about how to help your kids work through anxiety, depression, and overwhelm. And a lot of these tips are the same things that I tell you to do yourself. So if you can get a handle on it yourself, you can help your kids. Okay, we're going to dive on in. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. All right, Mama September. I can't believe it. Restored Mama is almost one year old. I started last September and now it's September. It's happening. I can't believe we're here. We are celebrating one year of Restored Mama, 10,000 downloads, and 100 episodes. We hit all of those milestones this month. There are so many exciting things coming over the next couple weeks. You don't want to miss a thing. Make sure you stay tuned to all of the episodes and come join us in the Facebook community. Just head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Restored Mama and request to join the private community that we have there of other moms just like you. So you're going to hear all sorts of amazing things coming up the next couple weeks, free things, so much fun stuff happening. I'm giving away a few things, but there's even more celebration happening in that community. So make sure you hop on over there, join. Don't miss out on all the fun. It's going to be good. I just have to celebrate a very small win, but something that is so exciting. I can't even relate to you how exciting this is. I have been recording from my speakers on my computer. I have a MacBook and I just have been recording from those speakers because my microphone keeps cutting out. It sounds like an old disc that has scratches on it and it keeps skipping. So every time I record with the microphone, it skips. I finally fixed it. It happened. And this has been like months happening. I have had to do so much extra editing just to make it sound halfway good and 
get all the cars out of the background because, like I've said, we live on a busy street. Not for long, though. But now my microphone is finally working. I can't believe it. It's so exciting, and it might sound very minor to you. You may not have even noticed this difference in the sound, but I notice, and it has been such a thorn in my side for so long. But it's finally better, finally fixed. I can't stop smiling and giggling to myself while I'm recording this because it's so exciting. Okay, let's dive on in. Today is, it could be a little bit more of a sensitive topic for you if you're dealing with this in your home. It's not an easy thing to go through. And when you're not going through it yourself, it's your, and it's your child, it makes it even more difficult because sometimes you can feel like you can't do anything about it. You just have to sit and watch it happen because you, because it just feels like your hands are tied and you can't do anything about it. Well, I'm going to give you a few tools to help your kids work through this. We're talking about anxiety, depression, overwhelm in your kiddos. And like I said in the very beginning, it's so unfortunate, but it is so prominent in this upcoming generation. They're overwhelmed with all of the things that they have to do. Schoolwork, even if they're homeschooled or public school or private school, there are so many pressures put on them, whether it's by their teachers, their peers, parents, friends just the community, or pressures that they put on themselves because they feel like they have to live up to something. So between those pressures and the things they see everybody else doing that they feel like they might have to live up to, or just the sheer volume of things that they're expected to do and learn, and they don't know how to manage it all. And then there's peer pressure in other areas. There's social media. We didn't have social media when I was young. And now that's a whole different set of pressures that are put on the youth today. One of the things that was really eye-opening for me when it came to anxiety in kids was one of the Wednesday night services at church. Pastors called up people who were dealing with anxiety to come up and get prayer. I was astounded by the amount of kids that went up to get prayer for anxiety. I'm talking little kids, seven, eight, nine, and then teenagers too. But like little kids, some of them were probably younger than seven. And I know some kids deal with a lot of things at home that they really shouldn't have to. And I don't know all these kids' home life situations, but just the fact that kids that are that young are dealing with anxiety and depression and feel like they need to get prayer for it. I was astounded and it really opened my eyes to what youth are dealing with. So I started doing a little research. I started talking to some kids and I started really studying what was happening in youth these days. Because it is totally different than how it was when I was young. And I realized that this really is a thing. A lot of it is from social media and peer pressure and just the sheer volume of things that they have to feel like they have to do or feel like they have to learn. And some of it is from home life, school life, just outside circumstances. But some of it we can actually control. So you as a parent that might feel out of control and unable to help your child deal with this, Or maybe you can tell they're going through something. You don't know what it is. Possibly they are dealing with anxiety and depression and completely overwhelmed with things. And they don't know how to vocalize that. They don't know how to tell you because they don't even themselves know what it is. Well, I am hoping that today will give you some tools to take back to your kids and find out, are they dealing with anxiety? What are some of the pressures they're dealing with? 
And how can you, as their mom, help them work through it? All right, are you ready? I've got a few tips here for you. You might want to get a pen and paper out. But the first thing, if your child is dealing with anxiety or depression or completely overwhelmed with things, they need to take a break from social media. I myself have taken breaks from social media and I'm really not even hardly on there anymore, except for when it comes to the Restored Mama Facebook community. That's the only place I really show up anymore. But I also tell you as as moms that are overwhelmed to take a break from social media, or at least like limit it. A lot of the kids now, they don't limit it and it's completely in excess. And that is where their life is held. And I understand, I get it. Because even as adults, a lot of our life is there on social media. But if a child is dealing with all of these emotions and struggles, social media is the first place they need to take a pause. Just completely fast from it for about two weeks. Let them see the difference. In the beginning, it's going to be really hard. They might feel like they're missing out on things. They will feel like they're missing out on things because everybody is on social media. But after a couple weeks, they're going to notice that they're more present. They're going to notice that they're actually doing things and engaging and interacting with people around them. And they're going to notice a difference emotionally, but they have to get through that first lump where it is really difficult and they feel like they're missing out. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but it is something that I'm really passionate about. My younger kids, no social media. They will not be on social media for a very, very long time. And I haven't even decided when I'm going to be okay with them going on social media because I'm so passionate about this, but it's such a huge factor when it comes to emotional issues in youth. Well, adults too, but youth especially. So that's point one. I'm going to move on because I could talk about this forever, but point one, take a break from social media. Two, pray. Pray with your kids. God is our creator. He's our heavenly father and he cares and he loves us. He cares and he loves our kids. And he is the one who can break them free from all anxiety, all overwhelm, all depression. He is the one who can set them free. So they need to spend time in prayer on their own. They need to build that relationship with their Heavenly Father on their own. But they also need you to help. They need you to pray with them, pray for them. You need to spend time in prayer on your own, praying for your kids. Get an intercession for your kids, for their emotional health, for their mental health, for their relationship health, and for their relationship with God. And then pray with them so they can see that, so they can experience that, so they can hear you praying for them. And then they need to pray on their own to build that relationship with God themselves. Pray. Step two. Three. Learn Bible verses together. This is going to help you and this is going to help them super easy. You don't even need to know anything about the Bible. If you're brand new to the Bible, you can do this. Pull up your phone or your computer, pull up Google and Google Bible verses for anxiety. And it's going to give you so many lists and verses and sites that you can go to that have Bible verses and talks about those Bible verses. And then spend time reading through those verses, study them, Really dive in and memorize. Get these verses in your mind and in your heart. They need to be able to be pulled up at an instant. When your child is dealing with those anxiety feelings or feeling overwhelmed or depression or really 
feeling triggered by something. They need to have those verses at the ready. And until they're memorized, they should have a little notebook or maybe something on their phone that they can just pull up and have those verses available. Four. This is a huge one too. Well, all of these are huge. I'm I'm probably going to say this is huge for all of them because I'm so passionate about all of these, but don't be so busy. The older we get, the busier we get. And the longer time goes, the younger kids get busy. Take a break from something. Stop having every moment of your day booked. Do they do after school sports? Maybe take a break. Are they part of the chess club? I don't know. Maybe take a break from chess club. If Just do the essential things. And maybe those sports or maybe that chess club is something that they're really passionate about and that is where they find the enjoyment. Clearly don't take a break from that because that's where their enjoyment is. But find something that they can pause from. They don't have to have something going every moment of the day. They need to be able to sit in silence and enjoy it. Since we have taken a step back and stopped booking every moment of our day, my 10-year-old Georgia, she will just sit in the rocker and stare out the window at the animals. She loves it. She just sits and stares out there, watches the animals, watches the dogs, horses, maybe little squirrels or birds flying. She'll watch her cat climbing across the fence and the dog's interactions with the cat. It's just fun for her to sit and enjoy in the silence watching the animals out the window. She didn't used to be that way. It took her being bored to learn that she enjoys that. It's okay for your kids to be bored. In fact, it's good for your kids to be bored. They need to be able to get in their head, work through their thoughts, and work through their feelings. If they are constantly stimulated all day, every day, they won't learn how to do that. They won't know how to do that. And then pretty soon, they're going to require that stimulation. Or they don't know what to do with themselves. And that anxiety is going to well up when there's breaks in their day. When there's moments for them to sit in silence and just be peaceful, they're going to feel that anxiety and overwhelm well up in them because they don't know what to do with themselves. They're so used to being busy every moment of the day that they can't handle it. So make time for your kids to be bored. Cancel some of their obligations that maybe they've committed to. And it's important when you make a commitment to stick to it. And our kids need to know that that's important. But if they're overwhelmed and they are just so overbooked, they can't manage things. They're either not sleeping well because they're so busy or they have no breaks in the day, no time for anything, and they're constantly stressed about getting everything done. Our kids shouldn't feel that way. We shouldn't start life out feeling that way. Us as adults have a hard time managing our time, managing all of our responsibilities. Why do we need our kids to start out that way so soon? Let them be kids. Let them enjoy themselves. Okay, I could go on forever about that one too, but don't let your kids be so busy. Start canceling a few things. Make time for them to be bored. It's okay. You're going to hear, Mom, I'm so bored. I don't know what to do. Give them a few options like go read a book. Go practice your instrument if they play instruments or just turn on some music and sit and enjoy the music or go outside and play. Give them little things that they can do that doesn't cause excess stimulation. Time for them to just be kids, no matter their age. Time for them to just be kids. Enjoy some peace and quiet and just let their mind go 
and learn how to control their thoughts and emotions during that. They might need a little help. They might need a little prompting. And if they're already in that state of getting overwhelmed and feeling anxiety because they're so used to being so busy, and then the moment everything stops, they don't know what to do with themselves, you might have to help them rein in some of their thoughts and emotions. It might take some time, and it will probably bring out some emotions that you're going to help them work through, but that's what you're there for. And that's what I'm here for if you don't know how to help them. I've been there, done that for both myself and my kids. Okay, the last one. Here we go. Are you ready? Teach your kids what I've been teaching you. Teach your kids how to prioritize, how to create an organized brain dump, and how to time block. Now, this can be in a minimized version. It's not going to be to the extent that you as a parent has to do working. It's not going to be to the extent that you as their parent has to do because you have so many responsibilities. We don't want our kids to have that many responsibilities. They're going to have schoolwork. They're going to have chores. They're going to have some extracurricular activities and they're going to have time with friends. So it's going to be on a more minimal scale, but it's going to teach them how to manage it all. So when they do start adding more things, they don't get overwhelmed. They don't feel that anxiety like you do. You're having to learn that as a grown-up. Imagine what they can accomplish if they learn these skills at a young age. It's going to help them work through the anxiety that they're dealing with now. And as they grow up and as they take on more things, as they get older and start working and they have their own family, they're going to be able to manage this on their own because they learned these skills at a young age. So if you don't know how to prioritize or do an organized brain dump or time block or any of those things, I have some episodes on that. You can shoot me an email. If you can't find the episodes, shoot me an email. I'll send you the links, the direct links. So that way you can just click on it and listen so you can learn the skills yourself and teach your kids. I also have a course called Ditch the Overwhelm, and it teaches you how to prioritize, how to time block, how to set goals, how to brain dump, which is basically an organized to-do list, and how to set boundaries, but most importantly, how to make God the center of it all. And if you can learn this, you can teach your kids this, and they won't go through what you have gone through, and they won't continue to go through this anxiety and depression and overwhelmed state that they're in. There might be other external circumstances that are causing your child to feel the way that they're feeling. But going through these five steps is really going to help take a huge load off and help them be able to work through all the other things that are causing some of those issues that they're going through. And as they begin to master these, they can really pinpoint some of the other things that might be causing that anxiety and depression and overwhelm. But right now, they're probably so overstimulated that they have no idea what is happening. They have no idea what is causing this. They can't pinpoint anything. They just know that they're feeling something that they shouldn't be feeling. And they are probably feeling like they're spiraling out of control because they have no tools and they can't even vocalize what is really going on because they don't know themselves. So you as their mom, now you have some tools to start with. You can take these tools, help your kids work through it. You can probably work through some stuff on your own beforehand or with your kids. You guys can go through these things together. And before long, you are going to see calm in your home. You are going to see some of that chaos dissipate. You are going to see those high anxiety moments 
be fewer and fewer and fewer. And pretty soon, it's either going to be gone, or you're going to be able to pinpoint some of those other external factors that are causing that anxiety in your child. But the biggest thing out of all of these five tips that I have given you today is prayer. God, our creator, our heavenly father, he is the one who can free us, who can free our mind, free our kids' minds from anxiety and depression and overwhelm. We need to be able to practically put tools into place, but ultimately we need to look to God, our source for that freedom. So with putting these external tools in place and looking to God for our freedom, we are going to see amazing things happen in our lives. Amazing things happen in our kids' lives as they break free from this anxiety. And pretty soon they're going to be talking to their friends and teaching their friends how to do this. And you are going to see amazing transformation in your child's life. All because you have put a few tools in place in your home. Spend a little extra time teaching your child how to do some things that can help them through their rest of their life and seeking God for that freedom. I can't wait to hear how this helps you, how this helps your kids and the amazing things that happen in your home because of it. So as you begin to put these into place, please send me an email. Let me know what's going on. I really love hearing from all of you on how the tools that I talk about help you and help your family. And some of that amazing stuff that has happened in your home because of things that you have heard here on Restored Mama. This past year has been so amazing, and I am so blessed to be able to speak into your lives and hear the testimonies of what has changed in your home because of Restored Mama. I love you, Mama. Shoot me an email. Let me know how this helps at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com. And then come on over, join the Facebook community at facebook.com slash group slash restored mama and fill us all in. Love you, mama. See you soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get restored mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.